Coming to you live from the depths of quarantine, this is Thick Man Inc. We are live here with your host, Top 100 Madden player Tristan Kilgannon and ESPN featured athlete Isaiah Ashley. This week we will be covering the NBA's possible return to the public eye and the spectacle that is Disney World. We will also be covering how big of an idiot Dak Prescott is for turning down the bag that would make him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL and in NFL history. Isaiah, why don't you start us off with how the NBA's return to television is going to look like? Well, it's unclear at the moment what the return to television will look like. We will get an in-depth discussion about the many ways the NBA could come back after this most recent talk about Damian Lillard. But we're going to start off by talking about Damian Lillard. And Mr. Lillard's had a few quotes this week discussing the NBA's return. I'll read one off and do. If we come back and I don't have an opportunity to make the playoffs, I will show up to work, I'll be at practice, I'll be with my team. I'm going to do all that, and then I'm going to be sitting right there on the bench for the games. And he's released a few comments since then, clarifying about the possible ways, like, oh, maybe you'll play in games, maybe play 10 or so more games the regular season. But Damian Lillard's comments make sense, and there's some context behind them. The Portland Trailblazers, early on in the year, had three-fifths of their starting lineup get hurt, they missed substantial time with various injuries throughout the year, including the All-Star Game, one of the biggest regular season games of the year for guys like that. And they were stuck in the 13th seed after 20-ish games. And the Blazers regrouped, they signed Carmelo Anthony, they got themselves in a position to win, and now they are three and a half games out of the AC, out of the playoff spot with uh, 16 games left in their schedule. So it would be very realistic that the Portland Trailblazers would have been able to make the playoffs if the season had continued as planned. Side note, getting off topic because I love doing, a healthy Portland Trailblazers team is a nightmare matchup for the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, the Por- the Portland Trailblazers, while they have been in since and they were injured a lot at the beginning of the year, and their last 10 games are 4-6, and six, and they've they only have won a win streak of one game. So it's not like they were exactly on fire when the whole coronavirus thing happened. If my ghost would pipe down, let me continue ranting about the glory of Damian Lillard. But See, So you're not going to address what I just said? I will address that the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, the current eight seed, have the hardest remaining schedule of any NBA team coming out of the All-Star break. And while the Portland crew may be struggling a little bit, they were also on a road series which is not the easiest thing to do when you're from Portland. Law traveling there, but that's getting away from my point. Damian Lillard and crew, the Portland Trailblazers, would have been a, I'm not going to say a sure thing for the AC, but they would have been likely to make the playoffs. They would have had a chance at the playoffs. They would have had a very good chance. And that chance is taken away from them by COVID-19. That's rough. That's unfortunate. I'm not going to complain about, oh, they should have got a chance, because things are different now, and I accept that. But there's also no reason for Damian Lillard to play. There is no point in one of the league's brightest stars going out there in meaningless games, and even if they should be in the games, if he is at risk, like we saw Kevin Durant last year's finals, he shouldn't have been out there. He forced himself to go out there. He suffered an Achilles injury. He lost an entire season. I don't want to see that from Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard has every right to say that he won't play. Enter Dan Orvlosky. Dan got on a podcast, which has about seven more viewers than this one will, and called Mr. Dollar a spoiled and entitled brat. These comments are the perfect example of why people like him should only talk about one sport. To call Damian Lillard one of the most generous and sincere men in the NBA spoiled and entitled is pure comedy. He is one of the best work ethics in the league, 
goes hard every night he's out there as what the NBA wants in their marketable stars. If you want to know how hard he works, he was the sixth overall pick out of freaking Weber State. If that doesn't tell you about his work ethic, I don't know what will. Dan Orvlosky is not simply a clown. He is the entire circus. This is the commentating equivalent of running out of the back of your own end zone. And I'm glad the entirety of Twitter is... Plug our video. Plug our video. Video in the description down below. But this is one of the rare examples where cyberbullying is a good thing. But that's also off topic. I think Dame's right to say these comments. If he doesn't have a chance to come back and compete for a playoff spot, he shouldn't be playing. Were people actually upset about him saying these things? Uh, Dan Orvlosky was. So, I mean, Dan's the only one. Dan was insignificant in the NFL. He sucked as a quarterback. He has one of the weirdest moments and most infamous moments in NFL history. Like video. <laughs> but the NBA is in a weird situation when you take a look at both conferences moving forward. In the East, the closest team to eighth is six games out in the Washington Wizards. And in the West, there are four teams within six games of the eighth seed. Dame and the Trailblazers, as Isaiah said, are only three games behind the Grizzlies. Three and a half. Three and a half. And they don't exactly, the Grizzlies don't exactly have proven veterans that you feel were guaranteed to make a run down the stretch. And then there's also Zion Williams and the Pelicans who are four games out of eighth place. And I think the NBA is more concerned about Zion getting into the playoffs than they are with Dame. Imagine the scenes if there were no other sports on TV and you get a first round playoff matchup between Goat James and Space Jam number three, Zion. Yes, 10 years down the line, Zion will be in Space Jam. The TV numbers would be through the roof. The NBA, like Isaiah, Isaiah said, was about to get to this. I don't think the NBA wants to see Dame, the best point guard in the game, get a chance to take down LeBron. They don't want to see that. They want to see the young goat versus the old goat. And in the end, though, King James would prevail. And I think the Lakers are going to be NBA champions if we ever do get to see this NBA season come to a close. We'll mark that down as an horrendous take, which will backfire on Tristan. But if uh, Deontay West's son ends up playing Damian Lillard in the first round, it will be a much harder series than if he has to play the uh, rookie-led Grizzlies or Pelicans. Damian Lillard and crew will take them to seven games. And if you don't think that they can beat the Lakers, I would like to point to one of the biggest regular season games of any of their careers, the Kobe Bryant game, the first game back at Staples Center, where Hassan Whiteside and Damian Lillard dominated LeBron James and Anthony Davis and easily beat them out. They can beat the Lakers pretty easily if they put their mind to it, particularly if they've the got Lakers to go up The Lakers also have the best record in the West. Good for the Lakers. Have you heard? They're the only team in the West that technically clinched the playoffs. Again, good for the Lakers. They still might get smoked by Portland crew. Damian Lillard's one weakness in the playoffs is Steph Curry, and Steph Curry isn't in the playoffs. This could be a good year for your trailblazers, but I digress. I digress. Steph Curry has 15 wins. Uh, Steph Curry is not playing this year, but I digress. Didn't he play? He definitely shouldn't play. He's played like six games. If the no, NBA comes back and games, they try right? and make the Warriors play games, they should just send their G League team out there. That team is tanking, and they need to embrace it. But we're getting off topic again. I love doing that, but I'm going to try and steer us back. Some possible formats for the NBA coming back, and the date has, I'm not going to say been set in stone, been set in gelatin by Adam Silver. July 31st is what they're shooting for. And some ways to discuss, you could just have the 16 teams go straight to the playoffs. You could have a play-in style game between the 9th and the 10th seed. You could have another 6-10 to 10 regular season games. 
and you could have even as many as 20 teams completing for the playoff spots. And of those options, by far the best one is play 6 to 10 regular season games. I know these guys are super athletes. These guys train very hard. They're still working in the depths of quarantine. But they're going to be rusty. It's much like how the first few games in the NBA regular season, even though they have all that preseason and practice time, don't look as good as some of the stuff you see down the stretch. Just let the guys get back in their rhythm before you send them to the playoffs. I don't like the idea of one-on-one tournaments between teams like the Jazz, or not teams like the Jazz, teams like the uh, Grizzlies and the Trailblazers, even though I think the Trailblazers would win. It's not going to be great basketball. The teams aren't going to be at their best. And if you're going to do something like that, I feel it's just asking for injury. Yeah, but who wants to see a few more regular season games? The NBA at this point just wants to get done with this season, I think. Just get done with the playoffs. I think the most likely scenario is that you have the 9-seed Wizards and the 10-seed Hornets play a uh, game, and then the winner plays a Magic, and that determines the 8-seed. And I think you see Portland play New New Orleans, who then plays Memphis to determine the 8-seed. I think that's the most likely situation, given the NBA probably just wanting to get through with the playoffs. I think that would also be exciting. Uh, The most exciting scenario, which you briefly mentioned, is the 20 teams pool play, like the World Cup. I think it would be incredibly exciting to see a division of like the Lakers, Mavericks, and Grizzlies. How, How many ever many teams would be in each division? I think that'd be really exciting, but I also think what would happen if that were the case is that it'd be like Shaq and Barkley said where it'd kind of take away from the whole and winning the actual NBA championship because that's so unlike typical NBA playoff structure. Let's go back to something you said. You think the NBA wants there to be less basketball games, less people I think they just want to get through the playoffs. I think they want to get as much TV revenue out of this as possible. They will be able to make some pretty pennies even on those regular season games, which normally not many people will have been watching. You're either going to be watching that or you're going to be watching baseball. And baseball is a great sport to watch if you understand the game, but most of America is going to be watching the uh, Portland Trailblazers and crew and all those regular season games over that. I think they want more games, so I don't think yeah, they need to how long can on. they? how long can they hold up teams in Disney World with – Players sleeping in Mickey Mouse suites. Yeah, those suites are nice, but I can tell you, I've been to the Disney World Animal Kingdom. Great rooms, great rooms. But how long can they do that through a regular season, eh, though? It'd be kind of hard like, in the regular season. I agree with you on that. There's also well, a chance be... that they just go and play in their arenas with no fans. It's not like the teams have private jets or anything. They can get where they want to go without interacting with us normal people. I don't think every team has a private jet. I, I be wrong. guarantee you every team has a private mode of transport. It'd be ridiculous. Maybe LeBron could just pay for it. LeBron probably could just pay for it. But the NBA is coming back. I'm really excited. Best sport in the world. Can't wait to see how that happens. Not the best Shut sport up, in Tristan. the world. No one cares about CTE factories, a.k.a. football. The NFL is 10 of times CTE better than the factories, NBA. The NFL is better than the NBA. You're an idiot. And but you're an idiot. You hate player mobility. You hate controlled players. You want the NRS staff power. And you want to cheer for your homer team. But anyway, I digress. From a man who understands both football and basketball to a man who just understands football, let's talk about the Dak Prescott contract. Why you always got to be throwing shade, Isaiah? Well, there's a lot of shade to be thrown, Tristan. But go on. You cast a big shadow. You cast a big shadow. For one reason or another. Well, fat joke's coming from you. That's ironic. (laughs) 
All right, so Dak Prescott, you all know him. Some love him, some hate him. Most hate him. Has reportedly been offered a five-year, $175 million extension, asking for $45 million guaranteed in the fifth year of the deal. And in my opinion, the fact that Dak declined this deal, he's an absolute, he just, he's an absolute idiot for it. This deal makes him the highest paid quarterback. You're paid more than Russell Wilson, who's actually been to the Super Bowl twice and has a Super Bowl ring on his finger. Who cares that you only want a four-year deal so you can bet on yourself and cash in on another contract? You don't deserve to be making as much money as Russell Wilson. You don't deserve to be making as much money as Patrick Mahomes eventually will. I guess you can uh, you can argue that you deserve to be Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, giving you probably accomplished more. But for Cowboys fans and for people who also hate the Cowboys, I was unaware of how pathetic Dak is against teams that are good and have more than 10 wins. He's 5-13 and 13 against teams with more than 10 wins. And when he ha- and granted, 9-win uh, or, or fewer teams, he's 35-11. and 11. But when it comes down to must-win games where he has to get the Cowboys over the hump, the Cowboys' talent isn't enough, he cannot elevate him. He cannot get the big wins over the good teams. And then there's also the narrative that teams can't win with a highly paid quarterback. The cap percentage he would take up next year is around 14.3% of the average cap. And the percentage of Super Bowl QBs the past bunch of years is around 9%. And if the coronavirus continues and the NFL continues to lose revenue, that will Dak's contract will cripple the Cowboys because the cap could go down even $80 million reportedly. So Dak is just not a very intelligent person for not taking the boatload of money he's being offered. Well, Dak Prescott, while I get your outrage and you're a hater, so I understand you're a Giants fan, but Dak Prescott is trying to do what's best for Dak Prescott. He knows the CBA is about to change. He knows there's going to be more money in the NFL based off those TV deals. He knows that. And he's trying to get compensated as such. He wants to be the first quarterback of this next wave to be compensated like that. And I don't think he's worth it. I don't think anyone besides Patrick Mahomes and maybe Lamar Jackson is worth this much money. I don't think Dak we Prescott's even know a Lamar great quarterback. J- Dak Prescott has the second most wins since entering the league of any quarterback after Tom Brady. Great player. He will win you some games. And the goal of the uh, NFL is to win some games. He's had struggles in the playoffs. A lot of quarterbacks have had struggles in the playoffs before, particularly early in their career, particularly when being handicapped by the uh, likes of Jason Garrett. While I do not agree that, oh, he's going to hold out, he's going to get more money, I think it's it's not going to happen. I think he will eventually sign a similar contract to this. I understand why he's doing it. The Cowboys have not shown a great deal of confidence in Dak. They've brought in Andy Dalton, who is a capable starting quarterback. How is, wait, 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 sorry, before you move on. How are they not showing confidence when they've offered him a five-year, $175 million deal? They've made it very deal? clear they're willing to play without him if he holds out. He feels yeah, but they've slighted also offered by the to make him the most, the highest-paid quarterback ever. He feels slighted by the acquisition of Andy Dalton, in my opinion, and he thinks he can get more money out of it. If he'll get more money out of it, again, I don't think he will, but if teams are willing to play without him, let them play without him. Let Andy Dalton show you the true power of the Ginger Rockets. But that's getting slightly away from the point. I've said that a lot this episode. Dak Prescott will Be- not get... Yeah, hey, getting too distracted. I know, it's the CTA acting up. 
Dak Prescott will get a similar contract to this and eventually sign it. He's not going to get what he wants because that'd just be too large. But yeah, him holding did. out in the offseason, I don't have an issue with that. Him betting on himself, trying to get as much money for himself, is what he should be doing. I mean, you got to bet on yourself. You are right when it comes to that. But we, you also just got to get the money at some point because uh, something that which you didn't address that I said is with the coronavirus happening, the cap could potentially go down, and then that money's not even going to be on the table for them. 80% of the Cowboys' cap in 2021 is already allocated to contracts, so they don't have that much flexibility. They only have 5 mil in cap space left this year, so like the Cowboys don't have that much money to play around with. If the coronavirus stuff changes and the uh, CBA goes down, I feel like player contracts will change. It's kind of what we're hearing about in the MLB somewhat, particularly given football is a much, I'd say, at less risk of being canceled than any other season like the MLB and doesn't suffer as much from fan attendance because the NFL makes their money on TV deals. And if the coronavirus stuff continues, if fans aren't allowed to go to the games, those TV deals are going to get even bigger. So they're conceivably well, well, the could NBA, be more with the money. NFL people actually watch, but there there's a they are at risk of the salary cap going down depending on how long there's no fans in stadiums or merchandise slowed or something. I think like owners that. will make up for the lack of fans. The merchandise will still get sold. People are still gonna buy their new snazzy Los Angeles well maybe they won't buy the Rams jerseys. They're gonna buy the Chargers jerseys. Plug that you know, we've there. had a few people comment on our Instagram posts that they think the Rams jerseys are really good and that the logo is just really well, bad. I have a great deal of respect for those brave individuals who are using Instagram while colorblind. Brave souls, all of them. <laughs> Couldn't be me. But I think there conceivably could be more money in the league. Maybe not as much as there would be if Fantins was there, but if the coronavirus stuff continues, the CBA and TV deals will also go up. NFL will become a hotter commodity if you can't go watch it in person. We are economical experts here at Thick Very Gaming. wise. The average man cannot comprehend the mental using big words I'm using to analyze big and analysis. give analysis. Yes. But that's... It feels like we're rambling. I love rambling. I'm just making more editing for uh, Tristan to do. Well, you know, is there anything else that we need to address for a wonderful 20 million viewers we got? NASCAR is back, baby! Yay, yay! Woo! Woo, woo! That, that has been our podcast. Check us out. on. This will be posted to all other platforms. There's three podcasts we have posted to all other platforms. Link will be down in the description below. We've been posting a bunch more content on Instagram. Isaiah has been tweeting more on Twitter. Uh, like the video, subscribe, let us know what you thought, and see you next time.